Thanks to viewers like you and SassyGamers.com. Bar Rock Cafe can exist, I guess. So, like, you can find links to Sassy Gamers, our Patreon, and social media stuff in the show notes. Just click. Thanks. Previously on Bar Rock Cafe, the party made their way to the Temple of Malil to try and contact Rock's deity. After that didn't pan out, they met up with Felix, who recommended they borrow a cart from Astro, the gnome cabbage merchant who helped Rook at a short while ago. Now that they have a cart, can they keep the bandits at bay? Find out today on Bard Rock Cafe! And welcome back for episode 16 of the Bard Rock Cafe. Uh, last time, everybody set off to pick a fight with some bandits posing as a shipment of healing supplies. So we'll see how that goes. Quite. But is there anything anyone wants to do as you're now getting closer to where you imagine the bandits are ambushing people? I tell Astro to go ahead and put the illusion up. Okay. Astro taps the cart, says a word in Gnomish. And... Those of you in the cart don't see anything different. Okay. But for Epi, who is outside the cart, just, oh wow. Because what Epi sees is a cart full of crates with one crate with the top off, and you just see healing potions. So it looks really, really expensive. Epi is going to cast Mage Armor on himself in preparation. Is there anything else anybody else wants to do? So... Epi casts Alter Self to look like an old man and casts Mage Armor so that he is harder to hit. Is anybody else doing anything? Or are we good to go? Uh, Brock is good. Alright. Uh, yeah, Brock is just has her um, rapier at the way ready. Okay. So the travel goes on for about an hour, right? And the road is fairly well kept up you can see very clearly just the dirt and stone pathway where everybody travels there's very well worn ruts into the road where the carts go uh, there's some trees on either side of the road as you're going down the road you see a tiny figure run out in front of the cart and it's a goblin with a red cape on and it says HALT we're taking all your stuff. And the cart slows to a stop. Epi looks at Astro. Astro looks at Epi. Astro turns to the goblin and goes, Are you kidding me? The goblin goes, No! We're taking all your stuff. So get out of the cart and we'll let you live. Can Rook see into the trees from where she is in the cart? Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Rook is looking into the trees to see if anyone's in there. Roll a perception check. Okay. 19. 19 total? Yes, total. Don't see anything. Okay. Uh, is there anybody hiding? Sorry, I was just gonna say, I'm gonna use my telepathy to tell Astro to just roll with it, and then tell Epi to do the same. Khadija, what do you, you want to do? I was just thinking if there was somewhere else I could look, if there was like, but I just think you said there were only like trees, so I didn't see anything. 
Well, just as a general perception check, right? Because there's trees and foliage and, like... Okay. It's not, like, thick woods, but there is, like, lightly wooded area on either side of the road. So, okay, so, yeah, so the first thing I did was look in the tree branches and there was nothing. So now I'm taking a look at the general area and I rolled perception again. Okay. And I got 17. Still nothing. Okay. So the goblin has his arms crossed. It's like, well, what's it gonna be? So, Khadija, is, I don't mean to meta game, but is that something that you just notice yourself? Or is, I mean, I'm there too. Yeah, that would be me. I took a look, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and she's better at it than we are, and she got pretty good rolls, so she didn't see anything. Pro you and I probably aren't gonna see anything. So, okay. like, I would have told you if I saw something. Okay. Yeah. Well, but you're free to look if you want to. Alright, fair enough. Armbar can look as well. You know, like, it's not like only Rook can do this. Yeah, you can totally do it. I mean, I, I'm fine. It was just, if Rook noticed something, I feel like the character would have told me. Yes, totally. But I mean, there's also, like, parts of it where it's like, when you're there, if somebody, if somebody were to look and they were like, yeah, nothing's there, you would know their body language. Whereas in this kind of situation, you wouldn't know the body language. That's legit. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah. like what I was looking for. So Epi and Astro look at each other, hearing uh, Brock's telepathic communication to just go with it. Just let it happen. They both just kind of shrug at the same time. Like, Alright. Cart's yours. And there's this awkward pause as they get out of the cart. And the goblin's like just standing there like, wait, really? Yeah, go ahead, take the cart. Okay. The goblin goes up and hops on the cart. I signal Armbar to grab the guy from behind. Armbar is going to jump up and headlock the guy from... Headlock the, go the goblin from behind. Okay. Roll an athletics check at advantage because he does not know you're there. Wait. Question. Is it still athletics or is it history? Yeah. Uh, no, that's swapped back at this point. It's been hours. Okay, just double checking. It was relevant for the listeners at home. Um, <laughs> yeah. At this point... I got a 25... Well, so the goblin... Ar Armor knows a lot about the history of headlocks. Yeah. <laughs> he already knows how to do it. He doesn't need to know all the history of it. So the goblin rolled a nat one. So, it's not even... You're like wrestling a small child right now. Like, he's flailing around, and it's completely ineffective. Nothing's going well for this guy. And he's just, like, squealing. Like, ah! Anyway, so you have a goblin and a headlock... Man, you think you're gonna take this cart by yourself? Um, he is shouting something in Goblin. You don't know what he's saying. Uh, Epi... I, I, wait, hold on, Brock grabs a cabbage and shoves it in his mouth. Yeah, as soon as he starts squealing in Goblin, I'm gonna shove it, shove my hand over his mouth. Okay, so, between your hand and the cabbage, it's... You're gonna eat this cabbage, little man, as you start speaking English. So you actually, you grab, like, one of the really, really just raunchy cabbages. <laughs> and it's just, like, he's doing the cat with a hairball thing. Like, bleh, bleh, like just can't handle it. Epi and Astro, you know, to them, all they saw was, like, this big, beefy arm reach out of the illusion. Which functionally looked like this barrel of healing potion grew an arm. 
and pulled this guy into the illusion. And now he's just gone. And, like, you hear him screaming, and now nothing. All right, so what I want to do is uh, I want Brox to be like, all right, you're going to tell me what you and your friends are doing. Where are your friends, first of all? You aren't stealing all of these cards on your own. And if you give me an answer I don't like, my friend's going to snap you in half. Then... So, as you're asking this question, you hear a bunch of crossbows get shot. And as you look out into the trees, there are a bunch of goblins hiding in the trees, and they're very well camouflaged. Like, they have set up very well for this ambush. They were ready for you. And now that they're moving, you can see them. Or Rook in particular, go ahead and roll another perception. I got 16 total. So, as all of these goblins pop out of hiding and start shooting their, their tiny crossbows, you realize these are not normal-sized goblins. So goblins are normally pretty small, right? Like, they come up to about waist height on a normal person. Were they hobs? No. These goblins are tiny-sized. Oh, shit. <laughs> like... Oh my god, we're fighting the little monkeys from Tarzan. Yeah. Think, like, it's the size of a tankard of ale at the inn. Tiny-sized goblins. Oh my god, can we keep one? Run them over. So, when I say they're shooting their crossbows, it's like they're shooting toothpicks. <laughs> and a bunch of them shoot wide, right? Um, but a couple hit uh, Astro. You see Astro's eyes just roll back and he falls over. What? One hits Epi. And Epi... Epi also seems to sway back and forth for a little bit. And then just falls to the ground. Well, Rook and I can't say anything, but we have an inkling of what's going on. Yeah. So, everybody roll initiative. Oh, shit. I rolled a 13. I got an 11. <laughs> I rolled a 5. Alright, so, hang on. Rook is a 5. Armbar, what was yours? 11. And Brock, what was yours? 13. Alright, hold tight for one second as I roll some other initiatives. So Epi is up first, with a 17, Epi is unconscious. Next up, you see two of the goblins reloading their crossbows, and then they disappear from sight, as they seem to hide back among the leaves. And because they're so tiny, it's hard to see them. Brock, you're up. Alright. So how far did these goblins look like they were from us before they started disappearing? All of them are like within 20 to 30 feet. They're just in the trees. They waited for you to get to this exact spot on the road before they ambushed you. Alright. Looked like at a quick glance, anywhere from like five to seven of them. You didn't really get a good look, but they seemed to be in that zone. Would it use my action as a turn to get the horse to move the there? You can use their movement. Sure. Roll an animal handling. I rolled a 19 plus animal handling is 
Animal handling plus zero, so 19. Okay. Uh, we will see when the horse's turn comes around. All right, and then I'm going to move uh, towards that 30 feet, so I'm like in the exact center of all of the goblins. And I'm going to point up in the trees, and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Well, you already used your action to animal handling the horse. Oh, I asked, I asked if that would use my action. I was not clear on that one. Yes, it would. All right. Sorry. Yes. Do you still want to do that? No, I'm going to stay in the cart for a form of cover. Okay, so what are you doing? You haven't done anything at the moment. Well, all I have left is my bonus action. I don't need to heal anybody at the moment. Okay, so you are doing the animal handling check. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I did the animal handling check, and... Actually, wait, Tyler and Tisha, should I move the cart, or should I just go Thunder Wave up into the trees? Are we allowed to do that? It's your turn, man. What are you doing? I already rolled the 19. I feel like I should have to stick with it. Yeah, I think you have to do that. Yep, so I stay in the cart. Like, if I don't have any other actions to turn, I'll stay in the cart. Oh, but you know what I can do? I can use a free action, though. Hold on a second. So I'm going to use telepathy. Lower your crossbows, or I'll have my friend snap your friend's neck. Okay. You do that. Uh, you did have to pop out long enough to do the animal handling check, but then you were able to go back into the cart. Yep, so I yelled the intimidation check while I was out there. Or yelled the threat, anyway. It is now the goblin that Armbar has grappled. It's his turn. He's still gagging on cabbage. He grabs his cloak, waves it around him, and vanishes. And Armbar, you are no longer holding on to this goblin. You don't know where he's at, either. And then you hear him off to the left in the tree somewhere saying something in Goblin. None of you understand Goblin, but he seems to be giving orders. That's his turn. So, next up is Armbar. What was the name of the uh, character that fell off the wagon? Astro. Can I, as a bonus action, discuss with my team before I make a move? Sure. You have about six seconds, so make it quick. Oh, shit. Um... Brooke, what do we do about Astro? He fell off the wagon! Looks like they fell unconscious. I would try and wake them up while Rook and I keep these goblins distracted. He fell off, though. He fell off the wagon. Yeah, so just you, you have 30 feet of movement, Tyler. You can move to somebody and try waking them. But isn't the wagon moving? Not yet, it isn't. Also, you're a big burly dude. You can jump out of a moving wagon. Think yourself like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Alright, so can I see if there's any kind of covering, like a blanket or some kind of like wool that I can put over my body to pr protect myself from the... Smear yourself in cabbages! Well, I, I'm thinking that like if, if, I, if I wrap myself in, in something that I can get out and grab Astro and bring him back, and if I get hit then the, the little needles won't paralyze me. So at a glance, the only thing that is any kind of cloth at all is it looks like there is a blanket that's laid over where Astro and Effie were sitting, just because otherwise it would be a wooden bench the whole way. Uh, and it's kind of like a threadbare blanket. It doesn't look like it's going to provide much protection. And in the back of the cart, it's just cabbages. It's just cabbages. Just cabbages. What about what's what were the cabbages in? It's just a cart full of cabbages. There's not like a crate of cabbages or anything. Oh no, they're just piled in there. Hmm. So I think out of character, the most important thing is going to be if you can't hit one of them right now to try waking people up, 
Because if they knock all five of us out, we're prisoner. Well, is Epi still kind of like, he was hit with it. Yeah, Epi was hit with it. Epi's currently unconscious. So if there's any sort of check that Epi does on their turn to wake up, you have, I think you going to physically try waking Epi up would be the way to try and help facilitate that. So on your turn, when you hit an- animal handling, what did you try to do? I tried making the cart move forward towards where the goblins were so we could get closer without having to use our movement. And not trying to get Astro. Right, yeah, I wasn't trying to get Astro, because near as I can tell, they got off of the cart, stepped to the side, and they got shot with the little arrows after we took the person present. They didn't fall off the cart. They had already yielded control of the cart. They got shot when we attacked their lackey that was taking them. So they're off to the side of the cart somewhere. They could be either on either side of the cart. Well... Yeah, Astro is to the left, Epi is to the right. So Epi now looks like Epi again and has lost Alter Self. We should have a drinking game for this show. Every time Epi loses Alter Self, take a shot. I'm going to like take a bunch of the cabbages and keep it on myself. And I'm going to... Oh, have Epi smell a cabbage. The smell will wake him up. Yeah. I'm going to grab Epi and pull him back into the cart and try to like use it as incense to wake, wake him back up. Okay, so you pull Epi back into the cart. It does stink to high heaven because there's old cabbage. Epi does not seem to be waking up. Damn it. I will let you, as an action, use a medicine check to figure something out. Fifteen. So, this looks like Epi has been affected by some kind of poison. And until Epi is able to fight the poison off, or until the poison runs its course, Epi isn't going to be waking up. No matter how bad it smells. I'm going to put the blanket that you guys were sleeping on on top of myself and get in the front of the cart and help Brock control the horses and direct him to where he wants to go. Okay. Well, so Brock's animal handling was what we're going to use for getting the horses to go. So I'll let you steer them or whatever without needing a check. Okay. So that was your action. You pulled Epi into the cart. I'll say that's it for you. All right. All right. After armbar, we have Rook. What is your dexterity bonus? Uh, plus four. Okay. So you see, basically just a bunch of trees. Damn it. You know there's goblins in the trees somewhere. You have some idea where they were. What do you do? Uh, okay. Uh, I wish there was something I could do. I wish I had some kind of powder or some fun thing, but I don't. Okay, so Rook is... I mean, if you want a ranged weapon, there's always the cabbages. I, I have a, I have ranged weapons. Now, should I shoot blindly into the trees? Or should I do something different? You're fairly new to D&D, right? Kind of, sort of, yes. Okay. So, you can ready an action so that you could say, I want to hold my action, and then when I see a goblin, then shoot him. Until they pop out. Right. You can do that. And because they can't see you because you're in the illusion, you would have advantage. Sick. Okay, that's a good idea. (laughs) And I'm already hidden, so I don't need to hide again. I don't need to hide. Correct. Because you're functionally invisible inside of this illusion. Sick. So and I can so I can ready one. Yeah, I I so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to because I had my for some reason I took my rapier out. I'm gonna put that away and I'm gonna take out my hand crossbows. 
and I'm gonna ready them in a, at the trees, waiting to, for one of these jerks to come out. Okay. So, that's your turn. Yes. Uh, all at once, you see four goblins pop out. Oh, hot damn. They fire, and you fire all at the same time. So go ahead and roll an attack at advantage on one of them. And I'm going to roll four attacks, all on armbar, because that's who they see. Alrighty. I have plus 18 because I have a cover on me. What's your armor class, armbar? 14. Plus 8. Right. Okay, so... I'm just lying about the 8 plus 8, by the way. No, I got you. No, trust me. I know. (laughs) Alright. So armbar... Actually, no, hang on. You get hit three times. You take a grand total of ten piercing damage. Even through the covering I had around me? Between all of their their little toothpick-like crossbow darts. Yes. You're forgetting that you can rage again. Look, I can't rage while he's attacking me. You could have, but you didn't rage this round. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I could have, but... Yes, I'm just reminding you that you forget to rage a lot. Alright, well, anyway, you got stuck three times. Make three constitution saves for me, please. Alright. Yeah, 18, 22, and then an 8. You said an 8? Yeah. 8 total. No, on the three on the three that I did, I got an eighteen, a twenty-two, and an eight. Okay. You guys watch as Armbar, surprisingly enough, succumbs to this poison. Okay. Fights it off twice, right. but the last time, you just fall asleep. You you keel over. Well, have fun, guys. All right, Rook, go ahead and take your shot. Um, I did. Uh, I did two, because right, of that advantage, and the higher roll was 12. Okay. Ah, uh, your advantage roll is... That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right? Okay, I hope it's wrong. That would be really wonderful. Okay, so it should be plus six, not plus four. What the heck did I write down over here? Sorry, then. Um, then it would be adding plus two to that, so that would be 14. Yeah, uh... You miss. I'm sorry. I know. I get it. It, just, it, it bounces off of the branch and doesn't seem to connect. Alright. So, the goblins then fade, like they go and hide again in the trees. Start of the round. The horse starts moving forward. No one is directing the horse. Astro and Armbar are now on the road. You guys are moving forward. You go about 15 feet. Wait, Armbar is not just still sitting in the cart? Nope. He went unconscious and fell off. Epi is still unconscious. Where's Brock? Brock's still in the cart. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, Brock, you're up. Alright, so the how far does the cart move towards where they were? About 15 feet. Alright, so what I want to do is I use my movement to center myself more or less where they were, aim up in the trees, and cast Thunderwave. Okay. Uh, you cast Thunderwave. How? What's the radius on that? Uh, fifteen foot cube. If I have to, I'll jump. 
I'll say you jump just to get like maximum effect. So as you pop out of the illusion, two of them pop out of cover and take shots at you as they had ready actions as well because you were all hidden. Uh, what's your armor class? My armor class is 13. Okay, you get hit once. Make a constitution save and take uh, four points of damage. Fifteen. Okay, you fight off the poison. Um, the goblins, because they used ready action, don't get a chance to hide again. So you just see those two. So you jump up to hit them and catch two more on accident. They all have to make saves and you have to roll damage. What's the save? What's your save DC? Alright, so uh, my uh, my spell saves DC... Hold on a second, this is my old charisma. So it's my charisma modifier plus my... plus my... Uh... Okay, so it's 8 plus 2 plus my charisma modifier is 4, so that is 14. And what's the save? Is it dex? Uh, do, do, do... Constitution. Okay. They all fail. None of them rolled above a seven. And I rolled uh, seven plus five, twelve thunder damage, and it knocks them all ten feet away. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, one, really quick. I just remembered you and I both have to roll for wild magic. I did not trigger my regular wild magic. Uh, you didn't trigger wild magic at all. Four goblins fall to the ground, dead. And then I yell out, How, why don't you surrender and I won't do that to the rest of you. Uh, you do see as they fall around you, they are very tiny. Like, it's odd how tiny these goblins are. You're not sure how this came to be, but you're pretty sure magic's involved. But that is a mystery for later, as now... Right. Oh, really quick, since I jumped from the cart, can I, like... As I finish casting my spell, land on a branch and pull myself up? You are not... You're just on the ground. Alright, yeah, I just land on the ground near the cart. Got it. Alright, so you're... Where are you at? 13? Alright. Popping out of, out of stealth is the regular-sized goblin. He takes a shot at you. He definitely hits. He's going to do... 10 points of piercing damage. Ooh. And you need to make a constitution saving throw. 24. Something that puts me at... I'm at 10 HP now. Constitution. That is a 16. Uh, plus my modifier, which I didn't even add last time. I have plus 2 constitutions. That's 18. Sure. So, uh, you fight off the effects of the poison. He pulls out another crossbow another hand crossbow, and takes a shot again at you, because he can see you. Uh, what's your armor class? Uh, 13. He just hits you for 6 piercing damage. I have 4 HP. And you need to make another constitution saving throw. That is a 2. You fall unconscious. Well, looks like we're done for. Yep, campaign's over, guys. Yep. You're not dying, you're just unconscious. But it's alright, we still have Rook. Rook saved us last time when we were in jail, so... 
<laughs> we'll find out. Okay. So, Rook, you're the next one up. You see this guy just standing there. And I can you... see him. Yeah, he's just right there. You best believe I'm going to aim with my little crossbows. He can't see you, so it is at advantage. I'm going to do it. 14 again. Holy shit. That's the higher of the two for both of them again? Yes. Rook, you just miss. I know. Did you see me? You take a little off the side from his hair, which is just kind of white and wispy and kind of, kind of nasty. But you miss him. But because you're still in the cart, he doesn't see you. You do still have a bonus action. What can I do? What kind of things can I do with a bonus action? Well, do you have more? Do you have two hand crossbows? I do. You can take a bonus action shot with your other hand crossbow. I'm gonna give it a shot then. Okay, another advantage roll. Okay. Twenty-two. Okay. That hits. Thank God, jeez. So you do get sneak attack because it is an advantage shot. Nice. Okay, so that's gonna be a one. I think it's three d six plus six. Is that correct? Sounds about right, actually. Okay, thirteen total. Thirteen damage total. Yeah. Okay, this goblin takes this bolt right in the center of his chest and falls over dead. One down. To be fair, that's five down. Yes. So what you see are two darts go into the horse, and the horse falls over. And the goblins hide again among the bushes. You think there's probably exactly two goblins left hiding. Okay. And I saw where they went to hide, too? Well, no, because part of hiding is... Oh, no, I mean, like, I know generally what side of the woods they're on and stuff. She knows where they were right before they hid. Like, I, how I aimed vaguely where they were with my thunder wave. Yes. At this point, it's you versus them, because everybody else is unconscious. Alright, so I'm gonna ready my action. See if they know what to do with me. Okay. What you have right now is a standoff. As there are endless seconds and minutes, however long you wait, they know you're in there. They're waiting on you to show yourself. You're waiting on them to show themselves. But if, but if Rook waits, the poison that knocked all of us unconscious might wear off, so doesn't that put them at a disadvantage in the waiting game? Might. Aren't they, like... That's my thought on this. Of course, I'm unconscious, so what do I know? Rook is waiting as long as Rook needs to wait. Rook is like a snake. <laughs> she could sit there for seven hours. Okay. She's actually covered her scent with the scent of cabbages. Roll a perception check. Seventeen. Okay, you're watching the trees. Nothing's happening. Then... You feel a dart strike you from behind. Now, come on now. Does it actually strike me? Yes. He knows your AC. So uncool. Does a 19 hit you? Yes, it does. Okay. Constitution thingy? Yeah, you take five points of piercing damage and roll a con save. Hmm. Let's find out. Eleven. Ah. Uh, nope. You fall unconscious. Good night, everybody. And with that, everybody is out like a light. And we will find out what happens when you wake up on the next episode of Bard Rock Cafe.
<laughs> well, Tyler, you said you wanted to go to sleep. Yeah, not literally. <laughs> Okay, you listen to Bard Rock Cafe. Get on to sassygamers.com and listen to more episodes. And become a patron. I'll read your cards. Do it. Patreon.com slash Bard Rock Cafe. Till next time.